gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Welcome back to My Two Cents Podcast, episode 58, which is entitled Family. And I am your host, G2, but before I get into my topics today, let me read you off the National Food Days of the Week. Today being January 23rd, it is Rhubarb Pie Day and also just Pie Day in general. Tomorrow, Monday, January 24th, is Lobster Thermidor Day and also Peanut Butter Day. Tuesday, January 25th, Irish Coffee Day. Wednesday, January 26th, Peanut Brittle Day. Thursday, January 27th, is Chocolate Cake Day. Friday, January 28th, is Blueberry Pancake Day. And Saturday, January 29th, is Corn Chip Day, basically Tortilla uh, Day. With all that being said, let me start off, and I want to give condolences this week. This week, we lost uh, legendary singer Meatloaf at the age of 74. We lost comedian Louis Anderson at the age of 68, and we lost, um, Vogue, I believe, editor and fashion industry force, Andre Leon Talley, at the age of 73. You know, 2022 has been hitting pretty hard this, already. It took out Bob Saget, I still say it took out Betty White, because Betty White literally, like, passed away a day before the new year, and I consider that, like, an official, like, bell ringing, for the new year, but people will say she didn't die in uh, 2022. But 2022 also took out Sydney Poitier as well. I mean, 2022 has been coming at us pretty hard. I want everybody to be safe out here. I want everybody to be aware of your surroundings. Please, Lord, if you have a problem, go to the hospital. Don't think that, you know, I don't have this. I can't go to the hospital. No, get yourself checked out because everybody has a due date. Everybody's going to be took out at any time in this whole matter. I need everybody to be safe. Everybody know what's going on with them because, again, you don't want to just be took out of this world without, like, nobody knowing what happened to you. And it's just a shocking thing. When my mother told me that Louis Anderson passed away, I said, hold up, Louis Anderson then I had to remember, oh my god, that was the guy from uh, Coming to America 1 and 2, the white dude in that. Okay, wow, okay. Um, I saw Andre, like, tally in some, like, stuff. I've always seen him, like, in some fashion stuff. I've always seen him, like, he was in, like, Empire and, like, one scene with him and Cookie, which was played by Taraji P. If you've never seen Empire, Empire was a good show before it kind of went down the hills. But he was on that at one point. Um, He... Uh, from what I've seen and what I've read about him, he helped dress uh, Michelle Obama. He helped um, be an advisor to Oscar De La Renta. He was a mentor to uh, Naomi Campbell. He even cast Naomi Campbell in Vanity Fair's reshoot of Gone with the Wind if all the protagonists were black. I mean, apparently also he was a Artistic director of the online retailer uh, Zappos, which again, I think that's probably a clothing thing again. Uh, he was an advisor to musician Will I Am's tech startup, and he was deeply involved with Savannah College of Art and Design. So, this man was really involved in the whole fashion game, and the whole fashion world has nothing bad to say about him. 
where again it's rare when you have a black force be like the head of fashion because everybody looks at fashion as a white pretty dominated like area i'm not even gonna try to even front about it when you think of gucci that's a white when you think of versace that's a white but they're gonna say italian but come on we're gonna look at the color here we're gonna say a white but fashion is more a white dominated uh career for a black person to step in and then become this big global force that people actually respect and people actually uh love to see him around that is something even if you're a minority i'm not again i always got a preference i'm not the fashion guy but whenever i hear stories about this it's just so eye-opening to me because this is not in my wheelhouse I don't pay attention to fashion. I get up, I put like on some Nikes, or I put on some Adidas, or I put on like some blue blue jeans or whatever. It all depends on what I'm doing. I'm not going out here to dress to impress. That's never been my style. While the rest of other members of my family, that's been their stuff. They got to match and coordinate and everything else. I don't care about fashion that much. But whenever I hear about a black fashion designer or a black fashion editor or somebody in the fashion world that is so high in people care about so much it just opens up my eyes like okay fashion like is for us it can be for uh people of the minorities it is for technically black individuals it is for us and technically when we really want to break it down black people kind of make fashion what it is i'm not even trying to i'm not trying to be racy here when i say this i'm just gonna be facts with it whenever people see somebody wearing something they like it is more black people wearing something than you see everybody else that's not black wanting to come up and grab that exact same fit or that exact same apparel or that hairstyle or whatever off of a black person and they try to turn it into their own. That's always been the thing. Uh, I'm not, again, not trying to make it racy, but that's just what it is. Again, I want to pay respect to all three of these men. I want to wish their families nothing but... um respect at this time as they're dealing with their loss of these loved ones and rest in peace again to meatloaf the i would do anything for you singer louis anderson the comedian and american journalist and also fashion editor andre leon tally now with that all taken out of the out of the way here this episode isn't going to be that long because i've been busy this week and i'm going to explain what i've been doing but the reason why i entitled this episode families because i've always considered family an important thing and i've always talked about how family is important and i've just been looking at certain things in the news and what i've covered and it's just made me starting to think about how different families are and i want to talk about the britney spears situation if you haven't been aware or if you haven't been keeping up which personally i haven't kept up because personally i don't really keep up with this type of things but it did hit my radar this week Britney Spears conservative ship. We knew about the father being over the conservative ship. He uh, let go of that. So Britney Spears now has control of her finance and all this stuff. But now Britney Spears apparently is in a like feud with her sister, Jamie Lynn Spears. Jamie Lynn has been on a podcast tour uh, promoting her new book. And she talks about in the book her time with I believe Britney Spears and how this whole thing is going about now. I'm not sure if that's what the book's about, but that's what she's been talking about on podcasts, her and Britney Spears relationship. And let me say this right now. I don't think 
airing out dirty laundry to the public is ever a good thing if you're so close of a family. If you're not even so close as a family, even tight Nick, I think that you guys need to keep that inside house. I believe that family issues should never ever be dished out to the public. I believe that you need to keep that in-house. If you have a problem with a family member, keep that in-house. If you don't want to talk to them ever again, hey, you can just tell them on a phone call or a text, hey, I've never talked to you, da-da-da-da-da. That's all it is. You keep it in-house. You don't have to go out to the public. You don't have to go and do podcast tours. You don't have to write a book. You don't have to do all these things. I believe that sometimes when people do this, and especially when you're in the media's eyes and you, or you're a failing superstar or you were once were a superstar and you're not getting the shine that you once were now and now you're out here doing this i think you're trying to look for some type of clout sometimes you're not just trying to clear your name anymore i understand why britney asked for the conservatorship from her father to be done because she wasn't in control of her finance you're not in control of your life especially whenever you're someone like britney spears who Happened to make all that money when you were a small teen, small kid, and then up to a teenager, and then up to an adult, and then all that money's into a bank, and you don't have no control over it. And now your mother and father, well, now technically for her instance, her father has control of basically her entire life because if she doesn't have control of her finance. Guess what? She can't buy something. She can't buy groceries. She can't pay her bills. All these type of things. Somebody else is in control of your finance. You have to basically ask for an allowance or you have to ask for the money from whoever is in control of your finance, which again, in turns means they are in control of your life. That shouldn't have to happen. When you are a family and you have that label as a family, you're supposed to look out for each other in their best interest. And sometimes you're going to get into a quarrel with each other in house. You don't never ever bring that out of house. And with me seeing this whole thing between Jamie Lynn and her sister, Brittany, and Brittany talking about her pastime, I believe she even posted up on Instagram, but it's now since been deleted. She talked about coming home, and this is after her breakup with Justin Timberlake. She came home, and her sister, Jamie Lynn, which was probably around, what, eight or nine, just still watching television all the time, and then she was able to go outside, get on an inflatable rafty, and get on a pool while her mother is somewhere around the house and Brittany is supposedly there just in agony and pain because she's now no longer there with Justin Timberlake. And she's only thing that she knows is Justin Timberlake's family, how they act. Apparently Justin Timberlake's family acts like a traditional family. They care for each other. They ask each other how their day is and all that type of stuff. While Brittany went over to her mother's house where Jamie was at the time. And the mom didn't particularly like, care for Brittany like a mother would do for their child or even a father would do for their child after they get done with a breakup a hard breakup and especially one in the public eye you would care for your child and ask them hey how are you what can I do to make your life better or make this situation better or how can I basically assist you that didn't happen for what that Instagram post basically came about with Britney Spears but has now been deleted I again don't understand why everything is so public. When you are a family, you keep it in-house. You don't bring it outside. You don't tell everybody about what's going on technically in your problems unless you are getting physically abused in your household. That's the only time I feel that like you got to move away from that whole situation. But if you care for your family the way that you say you do, yo, you keep that personal. You keep that inside house. I don't like book deals where people talk about their household experiences 
I don't read books like that. I mean, I might read a biography about somebody, but once they start talking about their family, I'm like, oh, okay, here we go. And it's been publicized all around the world. What else am I going to know? What else am I going to learn about this? We're now knowing what's going on in Britney Spears' life. We know what happened. We have, to a point, Britney Spears' life has been documented literally since she was a child all the way up to now. She was on Mickey Mouse Club, I believe, in Disney. Then she became a big old pop star, the whole Hit Me Baby One More Time era. And then she got uh, into a relationship with Justin Timberlake. I don't know how that stuff went down because personally, I don't care. I'm not going to try to stunt and try to say, oh, I care about it. No, I don't because a lot of people are going to lie and say they care about this and that. And they're lying to you. I don't care how that stuff happened. That's all their personal business. Heartache is heartache. Heartbreak is heartbreak. People act like douchebags whenever they are young and when they grow up, they have to mature. Or Certain people are mature at a younger age. That's just a whole little rumor going around that Justin Timberlake wasn't mature and he acted like a complete douche to Britney. That's the only thing that I do know from hearsay. Nobody will ever know unless Justin Timberlake or Britney Spears both have to come out and even then that's still he say, she say stuff unless they both are on one accord on telling the people exactly what happened but point being Britney Spears whole life has been documented around the media the media has been circulating Britney's whole life right and as a family member if you're there and you see all this somebody should have stuck up for Britney and talked about talked to Britney in public and say hey I'm going to be here. I'm going to guide you through this. I'm going to get you out of here. I'm going to have this thing and that thing set up. And for the way that Britney's talking, her mother didn't do it, nor her father did this. Nobody was there in her corner. Nobody seemed to care for her. Again, it breaks my mental standpoint because, again, I don't look at people that do that as family. I look at them as the enemy. I look at them as people that will never ever be recognized as mom or dad or siblings. They're just their name to me. They're just their government name. That's it. I don't consider them mom, pop, brother, sis. Nothing that they do would make me call them that. So it makes me think, what truly happened? Like, really, what truly happened? I understand that people are going to say, we all know what happened, but nobody truly knows. We got the whole Britney documentary of her fans talking about uh, Britney's conservatorship, what happened, how the father got to the conservatorship, how he got to control her finances and all this type of stuff. I appreciate Britney's fans for being that loyal, for ride or dying with Britney. That is what I call like loyal fans, and it eventually got her father to let go of the conservatorship. Now, what I will say is this. Do I think he probably had good intentions at the beginning after seeing what has happened to his daughter? Probably. Do I think the money probably screwed, like, gave him not good far farsight and kind of corrupted his mind? Maybe. Because, again, whenever you are not... Let me just put it like this. Let's take a regular guy 9 to 5, right? Her kid is doing this and that. They take him up to these uh, Hollywood... Uh, talent shows or auditions they their kid gets on the show they do all these things the kid ends up making the money for the household they continuously do this from small teen from small children to teenager and now they're an adult once they become an adult they want control of their finances they have that control of their finance okay the paparazzi has been around them for all these many years 
and constantly been circulating around them for all these many years. You see your child kind of spiral out of control because somebody is doing something to them in the media and seeing how the media is treating them. You now, as a parent, have to think, okay, what's in the best interest of my child? You know, since I'm just thinking of the best case scenario here before I get to the worst case, you think what's best for your child. And now you think, okay, let me try to step in and control something. You get a conservatorship. Now, do I think at the beginning of the conservatorship, he might say, I'm just doing this to protect my kid so my kid won't spiral out of control because we don't know what's going on in their personal life. I'm not sure Brittany was talking to her mother or father at that time. I don't know. It's never ever been truly divulged. But that happens. He gets the conservatorship. I don't know if the father was a 9-to-5 guy or he's always been in Brittany's life, but I'm just going off with the best case, 9-to-5. He gets a conservatorship. He sees her bank account, sees how much money she is gaining, how much money she continues to bring in, how much money his daughter is worth. And now he has the control over that. So now he has to book uh, airplanes, book... Um, uh, studio sessions because if she controls her finance, I don't think these uh music executives are truly paying for all this type of stuff. Because when you look into the books of music execs, they say they're paying for it, but not really. They're really using your budget to do it because you are supposed to be getting some money out of it. Long story short, the father's playing for a glam team and probably for musicians and uh bills or whatever the case may be and he even got to keep up with himself now because now he's taking on your life because you aren't capable because the media has painted, painted you in such a way and you personally aren't dealing with yourself in a great way that now your parent has to come and step in control your finance and now they are having to put their personal life on the back burner to watch over their kid's life. So now they're thinking, okay, I'm going to take some money out for this because I need to do this. I need to pay for my household. I need to pay for my bills since I can't make a living because I am over here watching over you. As you're an adult, you should be doing this yourself. At the beginning, do I think he probably had a good nature of doing it? Probably. I don't know. I'm just going off every best case scenario of yes. Do I think the money got to him and he got corrupted more or less because it's bound to happen because if Britney Spears talked the way that she did in that Instagram post talking about how her mother wasn't around whenever the breakup with Justin Timberlake and apparently was a big thing and we've all saw the photo shots of her trying to beat up uh somebody's car with a uh an umbrella and she had a freshly bald head after she went into a barbershop or salon and cut it all off and we seen Britney and we at the time we thought Britney was spiraling downward at the time me being young I saw that I was like yo what happened to Britney what's going on with her and I only and I don't know what the media was going on at the time I don't I didn't have the savvy that I do now that when I could point out and say okay I can see what's going on with certain things and say, okay, that's just for media ploy, or that's just for publicity, or somebody really needs help. I can spot these type of things now as an adult and as watching how the media works. I can spot whenever somebody is needing help or they're spiraling out of control here. Brittany, at the time, she was being barbarded by the media because her and Kevin Federline was going downhill. She just didn't have the right support around her. And now with her... Fast forward it now to 2022. She now has 
her finance back in her possession. She is now a free woman. She can say what she wants. She can do what she wants. She can book tours if she wants. She doesn't have to stay in one spot. She has the conservatorship ended. She is truly a free woman and she can be a legit adult. And now she's coming out here and saying, okay, this happened, that happened, that happened. When before the whole conservatorship ended or even the conservatorship was even being brought up that we even gotten news stories about this is what's going on with Britney Spears' life. This is what's happening. This is what's happening. I can tell you right now, we didn't. There were times for a good couple of years where we heard nothing from Britney Spears. Nothing. Not from the family. Not from Britney on Instagram or Twitter. Nothing. If anything, there will, the only time you will hear something about Britney is whenever uh, the media will say, like, oh, look at Britney Spears with her children. Or they'll do, like, some highlighting whenever Britney Spears was some odd years ago, celebrating the anniversary of a music video or celebrating an album. Other than that, you heard nothing really about Britney Spears until literally whenever Hulu had their documentary about Britney Spears' conservatorship. I didn't hear nothing. Nobody could tell me they heard something unless you're like a real diehard Britney fan and you really kept up with everything about her life. But the regular public, they knew nothing about Britney for all these times and years. Now, it seems like on an everyday, weekly basis, we're getting something about Britney Spears. It's something. It's almost to the same degree of Kanye, which I'm going to talk about in a minute. And I know people are probably tired of Kanye, but this all fits in to the family dynamic and how you need to keep this stuff inside the house. With Britney Spears and the Jamie Lynn and the whole Spears family, you guys do need to keep y'all stuff inside the house. Quit being on book tours. Quit being on podcasts. Quit doing all this stuff. You know what you can easily do? Call each other. Say, I want to meet you here. Let's squash everything out right here. And if you guys don't squash everything out, you guys can easily and amicably enough come to an agreement to say, hey, don't talk about me and I won't talk about you. Let's keep it that way. You don't have to be a part of my life. I don't have to be a part of your life. We're good. Something of that nature. You guys don't have to keep on throwing yourselves out here to the wolves of the media. Because let me tell you something. Every time you guys constantly do this, and I'm pretty sure the Spears family knows this. Everybody knows this. When you constantly throw yourself out here to the media, when you constantly put out tweets talking about your family, when you constantly put out Instagram stories or Instagram posts talking about your family in a negative light, never a positive light, by the way, because if it's in a positive light, guess what happens? It it's shown up on television in one of the feel-good story plots, but then after that, it quickly disappears, never being seen again. But whenever it is a nasty post, a nasty Twitter post, a nasty Instagram post, something that's just nasty, guess what happens? That gets picked up by the news, and they're running with that almost 24-7. It's going to be on every news bulletin, every social media uh, news from ABC, CBS, NBC is going to be on their news is going to be just there. So I would like for Brittany to meet with her sister and talk about it, talk it out. Because again, I would like to see families be together. If you guys can't, I would love for you guys just to quit talking about each other. Quit talking about one another. Quit it. Brittany, you have your conservatorship. You have all your money. You have everything back towards your name, everything. Please don't talk about your sister. For love of God, get off of that. Your sister couldn't help that she was small at the time whenever you were in your high fame, whenever you were being the person really bringing the bacon home to the family. Because guess what? Let me hit you with something here. When you're a small child, you don't know nothing. You only see people going in and out of your homes. Kids at that time, and I can speak to this, 
kids at that time, we only care about television and probably going outside and playing with your friends and probably just being on the internet because, again, I grew up with the internet around the internet phase. That was the time and the whole thing around that thing. Britney Spears, she had some age on her sister. She knew what the media was. She knew how everything went down. She knows everything She because she's been in the legit entertainment business since she was small. Jamie, she only been around the entertainment business because you were in it, and her mother or father was there because they were reaping the benefits. And in essential, Jamie Lynn Spears was reaping the benefits from you because that's how she got the show Zoe One on One. Now, with all that being said, I will have love for Brittany and Jamie Lynn to talk it out amongst themselves. This isn't needed for the public to see this because. Misery loves company, and boy, oh boy, does the media love misery, because that's what makes the media go whirlwind round 24-7. Once it's misery, guess what? The world keeps going, the media keeps going, the media feeds into it, and we need to keep families together, and I need for the Spears family either to A, talk it out between each other, between their own selves in private, or if you don't, please find out a resolution to end this, because I personally don't want to constantly hear about this on the news every single day. I would like to see other things, but right now we're dealing with the Spears saga, and let's see how long this stuff continues to go on. Now, on to Kanye with Kim Kardashian here. Same thing that applies to them. Kanye, I need you to relax. I need you to chill. I'm not saying that you're doing something out of malice, but I'm going to tell you how the world is seeing you right now. The world is seeing you as a cuckoo bird which obviously you don't care because the world has always seen you as a cuckoo bird ever since you jumped on stage with the taylor swift situation at the vmas and again at the time everybody thought you were nuts everybody called you a d-bag and all these things i at the time called you a d-bag and i said why would kanye want to do that? that doesn't make any sense and everything else but again at the time i was young now being older i'm like okay kanye just felt kanye kanye wasn't himself that night and we're still killing him years later, even after he apologized to Taylor Swift, and he still gets crap about it. It's still, it, it's never going to go away. It's never going to go away for Kanye. That moment is never going to go away. Uh, right now, this moment, right now, Kanye, this moment, this Kanye, this whole Kim Kardashian moment between you and Kim, this is what's going to define your legacy. Because the media is going to twist your words and twist your meanings and twist your motives all against you. I want this stuff to end. I would love for Kanye to please talk to Kim in per- private. Kanye, please do that. Kim Kardashian, I'm not going to get off of you neither because I'm not going to put all this on him. Kim, I need you to tell your publicist or tell whoever is running your whole family organization to chill out with that whole you with Pete Davidson photos and everything out here. People might say, Gerald, that's that. How can you say that when Kanye West is out here? Who was out with a chick? Who was out with somebody first? Let me just clarify this right now and make you guys connect the dots here. Kim Kardashian was out with Pete uh, Davidson first. As a matter of fact, it was speculated and rumored first. That's how it went down. It was rumored that Kim Kardashian was messing around with Pete Davidson. At the time, I said, Pete Davidson, how is he messing with Kim? And then I had to realize, oh yeah, Pete Davidson's a sneaky guy. People don't know how Pete get down. Pete can easily pull somebody. So, hey, whatever Pete got, again, I'm not a hater. Congratulations to Pete Davidson for pulling what he pulls. And it comes out, 
Pete Davidson's and Kim Kardashian's on dates. Kim Kardashian is dating Pete Davidson. They've been on some dates. They've been photographed here and there. And we know how the Kardashian circus works in the media. If you don't know, let me give you a quick tutorial. It first starts off like this. You hear about a rumor. And then somehow some photos will sporadically just pop up out of nowhere. And now the whole media circus, the whole media is now following exactly what the Kardashian are doing or who they're dating. More who they're dating because that's all the media ever cares about with the Kardashians, if we're going to be honest here. If you think I'm lying, look at the Tiger situation. That had the world and the hip-hop world literally on its head. Tiger was supposedly and allegedly messing around with Kylie Jenner when she was underage. And apparently in California law, she was eligible to be, well, she was legal age at the age of 18. Now, there, how this whole thing started with is that apparently Tyga was spotted out with Kylie Jenner after he got broken with his baby mother, Black China, and Tyga at the time was 24 and Kylie Jenner was 17 at the time. Now, in certain states, 17 is the legal age of consent, but everywhere else around the world, well, in America, we thought, that's kind of nasty. A 24-year-old messing around with a 17-year-old. Okay, okay, that's nasty. Even at one point, the Breakfast Club had Tyga and Chris Brown up there, and I believe they were supposedly supposed to be like um, up there to promote their album at the time that both of them were on at like their collab album. I believe it's online on YouTube. Go to Breakfast Club, search up Tyga Breakfast Club with Chris Brown. He's it's there. And Charlemagne talks about how Tyga was redshirting Kylie Jenner. Now, if you don't know what redshirting is, which I didn't know it at the time, redshirting is basically you are dating somebody until they're uh you're dating somebody underneath the table until they're of that legal age, and then once they're the legal age, you could pop up saying, Hey, I'm dating this person. That was supposedly what uh, Charlemagne was saying that Tyga at the time was doing with Kylie Jenner. Then her birthday rolls around. She's 18. And guess what happens? Tyga just magically pops up on their reality show, keeping up with the Kardashians at the time. He's just now there all the time now because obviously with keeping up with Kardashian, their whole reality series is all about the whole Kardashian family. So you got to portray every Kardashian in the light of the media. And now Tyga is there because he is dating Kylie Jenner, which supposedly it was never ever like shown off in the show whenever she was 17. Because again, California's rules and California's state law was that you got to be 18. That's the legal age of consent in California, which I think that should be the legal age of consent in America personally at the age of 18 because at the age of 18 you're out of I believe you're out of high school and you can drive a car at the age of 18 legally you can also enlist into the military at the age of 18 the only thing you can't do which is universally in America you cannot drink at the age of 18 you got to be the age of 21 anyway getting to the point here throughout that whole relationship before she was age 18 we try to figure out was Tyga dating Kylie Jenner. Was it true? Was it not true? But then once her birthday comes out, it comes out to be true. Tyga was, well, now dating Kylie Jenner legally. But there's always going to be rumors. It's always going to be speculation. But we all in our heads will say that he dated Kylie Jenner at the age of 17. Always. Everybody's going to constantly say this. But getting to the point with Kanye here, 
and Kim Kardashian and how Kim needs to tell her publicist to quit. You can easily get Kanye to quit messing around with you is if you just tell your publicist to stop posting up photos of you and Pete Davidson just around. That's what got Kanye to start tripping first. If you guys can remember, he was saying that he wanted his family back. And then what happened? Uh, Virgil's uh, memorial tribute down, I believe, in Florida, I believe, somewhere down that time frame. Not time frame, I believe, down in that area, I believe. It had Kim and the kids with Kanye there to pay tribute to Virgil. And then next thing you know, she's walking around with Pete Davidson again the next day. Some photo pops up of her and Pete. And then they show up at the uh, concert of Kanye and Drake uh, performing for the Free Larry Hoover concert. Kim and the kids are there again to show their support for their father and show support for her partner, uh, Kanye West. And Kanye's there, and he even sings to uh, saying that, Kim, I want you to run back to me, run back to me, Kimberly, all this type of stuff. He changed the lyrics to one of his songs, uh, and he's still trying to fight for Kim Kardashian. He even goes on the freaking Drink Champs interview, and he talks about how he wants his family back together. His kids want his family back together. He wants his family back together. Kanye has been making it adamant that he wants his family back together. People are going to say, Gerald, how does he want his family back together when he's been walking around with a 23-year-old girlfriend and he's now with this Julia Fox chick? Well, let me tell you, he knows how the media game is played between the Kardashian clan, how this whole media circus rolls, how they roll within the media circus. He knows that they control the media and that their publicists are good. So Kanye now has to do things to make it seem like he is just trying to get back at Kim Kardashian out here. And that's all it is. There's nothing but childish games that Kim and Kanye are literally playing with each other, and they're using the media really to just shoot bullets at each other. Now, you might say that's petty on both sides. It is, but that's how their world works. The Kardashians' world has always worked with the media. Always. They always worked hand-in-hand. To get exactly what they want. They give the media something to talk about. They give the media a couple bucks. While the Kardashians are getting fame and wealth. Off of this whole circus. This whole three ring circus. And they're able to make companies out of it. They're able to uh, do clothing. They're able to uh, now launch into other businesses. They're able to do all these things. By using the media as their weapon of choice. Against anybody that they deem worthy. To weaponize the media against. And right now. The media is weaponizing, being weaponized against Kanye West. So Kanye, now as much money as he has, he can decide to play these exact same games against the Kardashians. Now, do I think it's going to work? I have no idea. But do I think that he's a formidable opponent to be playing this thing against them? Yeah, sure. Do it. Do I think that he needs to make some type of threats? No. Do I think that him having that bar about saying that he's going to beat Pete Davidson's ass is clever and witty yes it's clever and witty in rap because it's a rap you say whatever you want in rap as long as you're not talking about you want to uh do something nasty to a child or even like do something against a woman's will in a rap i think that saying that you want to beat somebody up man that's hip-hop that's just that's just america itself but do I think that you should be playing these type of games? No. Do I think that these personal issues between the Kardashians, well, more more in line, Kim Kardashian and Kanye West need to talk it out amongst themselves in private? Yes. I think all this stuff needs to be done in private. I think none of this stuff needs to be held out in the public. 
This is why I titled the episode family, because if they were truly a family, like they deemed themselves to be, you wouldn't be doing this to each other. Kim would not be having herself be flaunted around with Pete Davidson every which way around them publicity. And guess what? She can easily stomp it out if she wants to. She don't want to stomp it out. This is a clear, direct message to Kanye. Say, hey, I'm not getting my family back together. There's no if, ands, or but. There's no matter what you do, you we're not getting together. We're not going to be back together. This is a clear, direct warning to him. And Kanye is saying that, oh, Kanye is now playing the games back. Okay, this is what you want to do. I'll play the games back with her. I'm out here with Julia Fox. You see me photographed with a 23-year-old chick at... Some type of restaurant. You see me at parties. You see me here and there. What will this stupid mess accomplish? I don't know. But Kanye knows how to get underneath Kim's skin if he wants to. Just like Kim knows how to get underneath Kanye West's skin. They both know how to do it towards each other. I just think that it's petty and stupid because you know, as a fact, these children are going to look at the media. They're going to notice these things. People are going to talk about it to them. People are going to bring it up because there's D-bags that's going to mention Kim Kardashian's sex tape to the kids whenever they get of age. Because guess what? Somebody, a uh, parent, is going to bring it up to their kid. And somehow the kid's going to bring it up to that, to either North or Saint or whoever the Kardashians, uh, the West kid, whatever West kid you want to say it is. They're going to bring it up to them and then they're going to notice it. They're going to talk to their parent about it. And that is what it is. They need to focus on their children. They need to focus on trying to unite as a mother or father single unit to raise and protect the children instead of doing this whole petty vindictive garbage with the media and use it as a weapon against each other it just doesn't make sense that's not a family family doesn't do that to one another family protects each other family looks out for each other in each other's best interest hey i'm here to protect you don't do this don't make don't send that out here don't this and that this is all garbage. I don't like this. Just watching the whole family dynamic and the family aspect being teared down in America. It's stupid. America needs to value family. Whenever you start seeing a celebrity have a public dispute with each other, guess what? Media, I need you guys to turn away, but you're not going to because that's going to bring you the revenue and that's going to bring you the clicks. That's what it is. But I would love for America to start trying to champion families that are actually sticking together for the longevity. Hey, they went through some issues, but guess what? They're together. Guess what? You'll never know about it because guess what? They never publicize those type of things. They never publicize those type of stories. They never publicize the stories of families that have went through hardships and triumphs and tribulations to notice how they're still together. I believe the only family that I've seen that they actually publicize or even talk about them being together like Goldie Hawn and uh, Kurt Russell but they're not even married they're on a partnership basis that's my woman that's my man hey that's it is what it is they've been together for a long time this whole thing of family being together it's not it seems like America's really like wanting to tear that away and really just like say yeah divorce is divorces are normal it's been normalized yeah that's cool that's fine but I want the imagery and idea of families to be raised up a lot more in America's sense and American value. And the only way we could do this is technically, and I hate to say this, it's so, it's so superficial, but it's only in the media and in entertainment. If you control the media and you control entertainment, guess what? People will look at it and say, I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to have this type of dynamic. And if you think I'm lying, look at Valentine's Day in No More None Less, because Valentine's Day is coming up, gentlemen. 
So get your woman something. Just that's just one thing. But look at Valentine's Day. Look how the media portrays Valentine's Day. You gotta buy your woman the diamond ring. You gotta buy her them the flowers, the chocolates, the uh stuffed teddy bears. You gotta take them out for the restaurant dates and all these type of things. Which, yeah, sure, you could do those things. You gotta do those things to make your woman feel loved. You gotta do these things to make your uh power partner feel loved and know that you care for them. But here's the thing. Certain people don't care for the teddy bears. Certain people don't care for the diamond ring. Certain people just want to know that you love them and they're cool with you just spending the day with them, being uh, just there with them. You don't might not even have to buy them the gifts and all that type of stuff. You just know what you know about them and you're good. Certain women want to just, hey, spend the day with me. Don't be around. Get off your phone. We'll eat here. We'll probably go out and dance, we'll go out to the beach, or we'll do something just together, they just want to have that quality time, certain women, yes, they want the diamonds, they want the chocolates, they want the flowers, they want the stuffed teddy bears, it's all about what your partner wants, but the media has proclaimed it every time, whenever these commercial hits, it's always the, hey, have you seen the newest diamond ring, or hey, look at the newest necklace, or look at this, this is coming up, it's Valentine's Day, the media controls the narrative of what people want to look at, what people want to happen in their life. It's true. So the only way we can get families to stay together and create that real true family dynamic that me and my family have, where we watch each other's back, we'll tell about each other the truth. And whether it hurts them or not, we're doing this out of their best interest. And guess what? You'll never hear about this. You'll never hear about the inner workings of what's going on in this household out here in the world because we're not going to be loose lips like that we keep everything sealed tight because that's what a family is you care about each other you love each other that's what you do as a family as a tight-knit family you don't go out here and start spraying your family business no matter how hurt you are you keep that buried deep down inside of you because guess what it's none of nobody's business it's not everybody's business to know what's going around in your household it's nobody's business but again it's all about who you call family. I call my family my family because they are. And we are a close, tight unit. The Spears family, they're not a family because guess what? They're not close, tight, for one. They're spilling each other's secrets out here in the public. And they're feuding with each other in the public. I would love for them to talk to each other uh, separately in a private conversation so the world will never know what's going on and then one day poof you never hear about the spears feud again same thing with kim kardashian and kanye west i want them to kill this whole media weaponizing against one another because again this is disgusting this is trash and as frankly to be honest with you it's sad because you need to look after your children you need to look after what their future is you need to look after who they're people are going to see their mother or father as let me just say this right now northwest the the oldest daughter she's always she loves her father she loves kanye she loves him she loves her father every time that we see her at a jam session it's been recorded she's in she's there with her friends she's listening to her father she's loving her father you can see it on these people even make uh, compilation videos of North being around her dad and smiling and talking about her father. I mean, she loves Kanye, and that means that Kim, I can say this because we've all heard of bitter exes and all these type of things. 
Kim is not talking bad about Kanye at all to the kids. So I want to congratulate Kim on doing that and keep that together. But let's have her do that with the media as well. Let's have her stop showing off Pete Davidson, you and his relationship out here in this world, and just focus on you and the kids. Same thing with you, Kanye. Quit trying to show off your little new fling, your new little chickadee on your side, and focus on your career and your children. Get that crap together. Because your kids don't need to be reading about this or hearing about this from somebody else. Get it together. Talk with Kim. Do this privately. Quit being a-holes to one another. And Kim, that's going towards you as well. Talk to Kanye privately. You two need to get this crap together and fixed. Don't let money and greed overdo the family aspect. You understand? Because again, you need to know who you're dealing with. Kanye West is not the most sane person whenever he doesn't want to be sane. He can be Kanye when he wants to be Kanye. And if anybody knows what that means, I'll tell you what that means. Kanye can be real uh, sporadic. He can be real... Uh, as people would say, uncontrollable because Kanye is not the most uh, rational and logical guy from time to time because we all seen his ty uh, tirades that he has and it makes him look like a fool, but he is only going off of his own mind. He only can say it was on his own heart and I don't need Kanye to be out here looking like a fool out here. Because he has children that he cares about. He deeply cares about his children. And we need a black man to be around for his children. Because there's too many black men being taken away by the police and everything else. Government, gunshot, drugs. There's too many things lined up against the black man already. Do not use the media as another one to shoot down and take down another black man. So I need Kim to please tell your publicist to quit it with the photography. Relax on that. You guys can easily kill how many photos of you and Pete Davidson get out here to the world. Kill that. There's no way that, oh, I don't control it. Yes, you guys do. Kardashian family control the media of what they want out and what they don't want out. Get it done. Seriously. Now, with all that being said, let me get you guys my social media link so I can get you guys out of here. Twitter, my Twitter is at my two podcast. Instagram, my two cents podcast G2. And my email is my two cents pod at yahoo.com. MY, the number two, C E N T S P O D at yahoo.com. I want to thank Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, uh, Amazon Music, and Audible for still having me here, for allowing me to say what I want to say, and just embracing a young guy's uh, viewpoint on life and how uh, I think everything should work out in this life that we are living. And also with that, I want to thank the company Fan Convo as well. I want to thank Fan Convo for allowing me to interview professional wrestler, uh, New Japan professional wrestler, WWE veteran, Fred Rosser. He is a professional wrestler in New Japan. He was a former, well, he's a veteran in WWE. Uh, he's still wrestling right now. And I was able to do an interview with him this week and it's live on my youtube page youtube my two cents podcast all one word and it's the it, and it's going to be popping up it's still the same logo my uh the black guy shrugging his shoulders with my two cents over the top it's easy to see on youtube and it's there for everybody to enjoy i just talk about fred talk to mr fred rosser about uh the nexus documentary that was supposed to come out but it got shelved um 
who he wants to come into New Japan, his time over in New Japan strong, and I even asked him who the five people that he would like to uh, have uh, at his dinner, but more things are on the way of that nature as well this year for the year 2022. I hope to do more interviews and I hope to get better at interviewing people because again, this is what I want to make my profession. Uh, podcasting and just interviewing people and doing things of entertainment value and just bringing people laugh and just bring people some type of joy or make you think or something to basically take this time that you are listening to me and just basically let you forget about the world for a minute and let you think about certain topics or just allow you your mind just to freely just be itself and don't think about nothing this all this podcast is for it's allowed me to do this so i want to be able to do this for other people as well also please do email me anything email again my two cents podcast at yahoo.com if you want to uh email me about certain topics i need to talk about in the future or i missed something or you just want to talk to me about depression uh things that you can't talk about to anybody else and you need somebody to listen to i am here my email is always open nobody's took me up on that but the email is always open i do want to tell people that every week now with that being said always remember i love you 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 all i thank you for taking this time out of your day to listen to me and just have this in the background if you do have this in the background but anyway i want to thank you all for listening I hope you have a great Sunday. I hope you enjoy your time. I hope you are have some safe travels out here. Please, everybody, be safe. Let's have a good Sunday so we can start the rest of the week off uh, great as well. And with that, this has been My Two Cents Podcast presented by G2, hosted by G2. He is I and I am him. This isn't goodbye. This is until you hear from the sweet, lovely voice again. And with that all being said, Kanye, can you please take these people home? I'm tired. You tired. Uh-huh. Jesus wept. Uh-huh.